Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. I'm Travis Bow. Welcome back, Travis. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute. There's another <laughs> way that you can say that. Today we're talking about Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, Minute 68. Minute 68 starts with Asbel looking for Nausicaa, and it ends with Nausicaa apologizing for not telling Asbel sooner. All right, what do we got? Okay, uh, hmm. So in the beginning of this week, Asbel tells her to be careful. Yeah. And he stays behind, but he ends up following her anyway, or like going out to look for her. Yeah, he's like, don't go too far, don't right? Don't go too far. And he's he's decided that she has. Yeah. <laughs> he has to he has to go <laughs> see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there and, uh, there's possibly a, a passage of time there, like a significant amount of time that he kind of gives her to to I guess have this place to herself. Yeah. And then yeah. that that time is up. Time is <laughs> yeah. Up. <laughs> so he he finds her and she's she's laying on. Are the you crying? Thing. Are you crying? <laughs> you being a girl. <laughs> <laughs> so she's yes. She says yes. I'm I'm happy. Yeah. So you think Travis that she's happy because she's found a place they can they can live? I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I read it. I, and, and as far as like the laying down goes, I think it's because she's so overwhelmed with this place. I think it's it's like in other movies where you see someone like touch, you know, get off a boat, you know, come ashore and all they can do is like drop to their Kiss knees the and just yeah. make contact with with this physical place like as much as possible. And that in, in this case is just laying down and, and just absorbing as much you know, physical contact as she can with this place. So it's like, it's too much to look at. So all she can do is lay down, close her eyes and just connect with the place. And that's, that really speaks to me as far as like this minute and this, the last, I guess, two or three minutes. Can't really explain why, but that's just really, that's how I see it. And that it's very beautiful. I I do like that. Yeah. Yeah, This is, I mean, she's the world that she's known up to now has been, it's always been tainted with a little bit of poison. Yeah, it's always yeah. been kind of toxic. The only place that she's found that's been pure isn't been in like the, the bottom of the well, which is just small. Un, what's that? It's small and like. Yeah, and it's unreachable. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not. It's just. It just represents like an unreachable ideal, and here it is realized, like as yeah. a reachable goal, either that they're going to move into or that just like the the place that this big is possible. Yeah, I can't. I, it's been so long since I first saw the movie. I don't know what my thoughts were when I first saw it. But, you know, now I just read it as it's, you know, having read the manga and everything, that this is the end state of of the cleaning process or that this it represents the future that might be possible. A world without toxins might be possible. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Nashka's just really taking it in and just wants... Like as much physical contact. So um, I was interested. She's uh, lying in the middle of a circle of light. Yeah. So first I thought, is that? I was wondering. Like we see these circles of light. We also see places where the sand is falling through. I don't think they correspond, right? They would only correspond if the sun was directly overhead. Right. Assuming that this light is coming from the sun. Okay. 
So that was my first thought. Oh, yeah. is she lying somewhere where the sand is going <laughs> to fall on top fall of her? But, I <laughs> but then how long has she been there, though, that the she laid down, like, probably in the middle of this circle of light? It didn't move off of her with the moving sun. Mm. Mm. Or is she moving? She's kind of rolling <laughs> Rolling along. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Making sand yeah, angels. Yeah. L- litter box angels. Yeah, litter box no, angels. No, it's good trying to be very like, peaceful, but also like moving a little <laughs> like every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so then we learn that Lastel was Asbel's twin sister. Younger twin sister. Yes. And that's the girl that she found in the wreckage of the of the ship earlier, right? Yeah. That's right. Okay, yeah. thought so. So now it's definitely confirmed that he's from Pajit. Mm-hmm. We thought when we saw him flying the gunship, because it wasn't clear, we kind of assumed they were going to Pajit, and this is probably, I don't know what, how you thought of it, Travis, seeing it for the first time. But yeah. did you? was it clear to you where that where he was from or what nation he represented or something? Um, I think that, that type of stuff was kind of lost on me a little bit as far as I mean I get the uh I get that she is from the valley of the wind and then there are the Tomekians that are more warlike you know uh-huh. coming mm-hmm. to take all the, take this stuff and aside from that I didn't really understand who he was or how he was connected as far as the nations go and and that kind of thing yeah someone that was warring with the Tomekians since obviously we saw him shooting down their yeah uh, ships and everything so yeah, I think I remember as a kid watching this for the first time and him popping up. Like, I don't know. I was like, well, who is he? Like, he's here now. Like, how does he connect to? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it's not spelled out. Yeah, it was kind of out of the blue for me Yeah, as a four-year-old watching. <laughs> 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 yeah, so again, just a, a little bit more background just for the manga. Just he... Tolmecians are at war with, they're an empire that's at war with another empire, the Dorok Empire. And the Pajit is kind of one of the member states of that empire. And then meanwhile, there are all these kind of peripheral, small like peripheral kingdoms that kind of owe allegiance to the Tolmecian Empire in the manga. Mm-hmm. And the, the Valley of the Wind is one of those states. And so Nazca goes up, it winds up, joining the Tomekian army against uh, yeah, it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> so but um yeah but, but i mean in the movie they're going to asbel lestel introduced herself as from pajit yeah and then they were going to pajit right yeah mm-hmm. they, they said that so okay so now we find out that asbel is lestel's mm. older twin brother so obviously mm-hmm. he's from pajit yeah it's also f- kind of odd, not odd, but it's uh, an interesting take watching this. And, and it's sort of a post-apocalyptic sort of scenario. And with, yeah. with that type mm-hmm. of thing, I'm used to more like Mad Max where it's complete lawlessness and there's no government structure. So, yeah. you know, as it's introduced that there are still empires and that there are still like these kingdoms and stuff, that, that was really surprising to me that – there was mm-hmm. that much structure still in place. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, you know, it's been a thousand years. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so there's been time, I guess, for... For, for an empire this to... Is the, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and this is even the... In the manga, it's clear that there was also 
there was like an intervening civilization which also fell. Oh. Like after our civilization, there was this other civilization that's called Eftal. Oh, and yeah. And they right. also fell. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. So this is, that sounds like a lot to happen in a thousand <laughs> years, though. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe. Yeah, but it's not it's not quite the yeah, the Mad Max all against all yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that there's another as he's kind of she said that she's happy and she even turns her head away from him when she's laying there, there's this another column of sand that starts to, to fall in the distance a little bit. Just I don't know, just a nice little scene. Yeah. Just as I was rewatching this minute. Just like looking at Asbel's face really reminded me of the main character in Robotech. Rick Hunter. Rick Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Just found that interesting. And um, after Asbel says that Lastel was his twin sister, he says, I should have been there with her. So there was an option of him also yeah. becoming a hostage with her. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, so it kind of makes you wonder yeah. the circumstances of her capture. Was he out like on a piloting mission? When she was taken? And how was she taken? Were they in the city at that point? The Tomekins. Yeah. How did they get her their hands on her? Mm-hmm. Had they taken control of the city? Or are they going? <laughs> so I can't remember if they said anything about this when they set off from the Valley of the Wind. No, I don't think. Did they, hey, we're going to Pajit I don't think to they've... mop up or to to secure our hold on it or to retake it? or we d- They didn't tell ex- exactly what the tactical Not, situation I think, was. Right? I think Kushana or Kurotawa said something about like a rebellion in Pajit, so they have to take care of that, it seems. So they've already taken... Well, they've taken it enough to yeah. get that big god warrior egg. Yeah. So they obviously have an control of enough of the city to do that, so maybe they took her then. Yeah. So he should have been there defending her, is what he's saying, rather yeah. than rather than probably I could have been in somewhere. the plane with her. Yeah, maybe he's you know routinely is out like scouting or protecting the perimeter kind of thing, and maybe he just wasn't there. But it's it's understandable that he would you know have that guilt or that feeling of I should have been there, even though he was probably still doing his his duty. Yeah. His- yeah, he was probably right where he needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't have any. That we can see, he doesn't have any mark of royalty. There's nothing. Mm. Yeah, not like we I guess this is his flight suit. Right? Yeah, we haven't seen any like male like royal signs as we do with like the princesses with earrings. Mm. Yeah. So I don't. Except maybe Jill's rings. Yeah, Jill's three rings. Yeah, but he doesn't have. There's no like special. Yeah, he doesn't prince have a uh, flight suit or anything. Yeah, he doesn't, doesn't have like an be. emblem on his hat or yeah. anything. Like but Nausicaa doesn't have like any emblem on her flight no, cap she either. She has earrings. She has earrings, yes. That are covered up by her flight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could very well be wearing like a necklace or something. Or earrings. <laughs> or earrings. Yeah, he could be. He could be wearing something. Yeah. Yeah. He could be wearing something where the sun don't shine, but that doesn't, <laughs> how much, that's not very useful. <laughs> <laughs> no. As, as an identifier. Oh yeah. yeah, as an identifier. As he you know walks the street, I like his uh, his flight helmet. Just reminds me of the old like football helmets, you know, from the yeah. The, mm-hmm. It's got a cool look, but it's almost like, still like a trapper hat though that you'd wear, you know, in the winter. Yeah, he's yeah. always he's sitting in the woods. Yeah, he's almost got like a Daniel Boone kind of <laughs> kind of feel. Yeah. Does it ever talk about their ages? Do we know how old these two no. are? Okay. I don't. No. No, they don't. Okay. I just had to like scan through the entire movie. In my head. 
Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I so like. Go ahead. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like how um, when Asbel approaches her and she's lying on the ground, he's like, you're crying? She's like, I'm happy. And she turns away yeah. from him. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I don't need to see. <laughs> don't, don't ruin <laughs> this <face>. for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm having a moment here. Okay. Did you like not for a second? <laughs> <laughs> I just found that really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and Teto's just sitting by her head, very guard dog like. Yeah. He's got his claws out and everything. Yeah. So when she says, I'm sorry I didn't tell you sooner, I don't know when when would she have told him sooner. It seems like this is really the first opportunity she's had. Yeah. To, to have like a full conversation with him yeah. without him ignoring her question. Twice. I'm sorry I didn't <laughs> yell out as you were attacking the ship I was in. Yeah. I'm sorry Your I didn't yell out. Dead. Your twin sister's dead. Instead of <laughs> stop killing. Yeah. I guess maybe maybe she means like before she walked off on her own. Yeah, maybe that was the only moment she could have. But yeah, but she was yeah. She it doesn't seem like she should have you know that that she wasted time by not telling him anything. So yeah, she grabbed him out of the midair. Yeah, (laughs) she's her dead. And that little flash. Instead of saying you, you all you think of of is killing. Mm. Yeah, instead of scolding him, like your sister. I like these types of scenes where, you know, again, there's been a little bit of a passage of time where, I mean, I don't know how long of a of a story she told him to, yeah. to fill in the gaps and fill in, yeah. you know, everything with his sister. But I, it, I'm glad we don't sit through that, that explanation. I'm glad that that's between the two of them and that this is the, the tail end of kind of her wrapping all that up by – yeah. Yeah, it's like we don't need. We just yeah. Saw we don't need to happen. like we don't get see. like five yeah. different flashbacks from one scene. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice way to end that. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I don't really have anything else for this. Yeah, I don't either. All right, mm-hmm. end it there. See you next time on Ghibli Minute. The Ghibli Minute.